Hello and welcome to YHTV's Trinity of Life. This is episode 14, and I'm Christina Suzuma, your host of this program. Thank you so much for joining me again as I continue to explore the wonderful world of healing arts, meditation, therapies, and modalities of helping us, each and every one of us, find balance in our individual journeys. You know, we are so excited to meet those who are always on the leading edge of creating change on this planet. And today, if you will join me in welcoming this beautiful, lovely individual, yogini and glowing spirit who is on that cutting edge of change with the traditional forms of yoga. It gives me great honor to welcome Chitra Fuku here to Trinity of Life. Hello, Chitra. Welcome to the show. Hi, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it's great I'm happy to, have to be you here. On. Yes, yes. As you are, take a moment from all your travels. <laughs> I know I've been very, very busy this last year, but loving it, enjoying every moment. Isn't that great? To, isn't that great? Through all this uh, time on the planet right now, and I, I think as we both have spoken when we met, you know, there's just so much happening. It's such a year of, uh, it's been the last few years of such change. And and in some people's lives, it, it might look like turmoil or, you know, just completely disinvolvement of everything in their life. Um, that it's so great to hear someone say that you're loving <laughs> what's happening right now. Oh, it's an amazing, amazing time. It's very, very exciting, actually. Um, I, you know, time is speeding up, mm -hmm. I feel. Um, you can see it in um, in everything that you're doing. Your experiences, your lessons are more um, condensed. So you learn so much more, so much quicker if you're up to it. I think a lot of people are not. So they're, you know, they feel like, like a rock has hit them or something, but um, that's life. Life is untamed. <laughs> it's wild. And if you can go with it, if you can go with the flow like that, it is an incredible time to be around. Absolutely. Yes, you can, you can evolve. Um, your evolution can be accelerated right now. So I'm, I'm very excited and I'm loving it. Like I said, I'm, I'm, in lo I'm loving all the changes. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Um, so there's a, there's a few things that we'll cover today. And I, I know there's one very, very specific topic that we're going to cover, which is something that is on the cutting edge right now. Um, but Chitra, before we do that, can you share with our audience a little bit about your background and um, how you've come to the place that you've come to today? Wow, yes. Um, my parents, uh, Yogi Hari and Lila Mata, um, they both have ashrams right now, one in Florida and my mother in Pennsylvania. They, um, I, was at the, I was four years old when they moved to the Shivananda ashrams. And the first one, um, I think it was Bahamas. We were mm. there uh, with Swami Vishnu Devananda. And um, gosh, how do I tell you about this time? It was pretty crazy. It was when everyone was, um, the hippies were all moving into ashrams and trying to figure out um, a little about uh, what the meaning of life was. And um, so my parents came in because they were doing yoga on their own at the time and they found this com great community. And before I knew it, we were, my parents sold everything. And I think it was in a matter of days, we were living there. Wow. Um, full time. I mean, they quit their jobs and just really immersed themselves in the practice of yoga, meditation, Vedanta philosophy. 
and we are, you know, I, I have uh, three other siblings. So here we are. Um, I was four years old. I have uh, two older siblings. And we were, you know, I guess the ashram kids, we were made to do um, the program just like everyone else. It didn't matter that we were four or five or six wow. years old. The program was the same for everyone and everyone was expected to do that. Um, I remember having to get up at 5.30 in the morning and um, get ready for meditation, which was at six o'clock. And then from there, um, right into yoga practice. And then from, from there we would eat, we would have um, like a brunch. Mm. And then go into lectures, and from there in the after, you know, lunch, then another yoga class. And I can tell you, at that age, it was very, very difficult. I had, it was like, I, I hate to say this, but it was like going into hell at the time because <laughs> you come from, you know, this this life where you're free, and a four-year-old kid is just wants to play. You don't mm. want to be have such discipline and structure. So I remember during my meditation practices, I would, um, you know, at the beginning, I would just go through these different worlds in, in my imagination. And I found that in these moments of quiet, I was really, I really came face to face with myself. I didn't know that at the time that that's what I was doing, but I would, I would go to these other realms, these other planes of existences and speak to other beings. And I know that sounds really strange, but to a child, it's not at all. Actually, their imagination is very alive and they're doing this all the time. It's only when society and, and your culture tells you that this is not happening, that you shut these parts of, our, of yourselves down. Yeah. Luckily, um, in my culture, that wasn't the case. And I was able to keep a lot of those, those avenues open. So that was my upbringing, you know, in an ashram. Mm. Um, we didn't move out till I was about 14 or 15 years old and then into another ashram, which oh. is my parents' <laughs> ashram. They opened their own. So all my life I've been doing this. Um, it's become such a part of who I am and such a way of life that I had no idea that at the age that I'm at right now, yoga would become so popular. I remember, um, you, know, at, at, um, you know, at school age when I had to start school, this was not something I could speak to anyone about. I remember making the mistake of mentioning yoga to one of my friends. And next thing I knew, um, their parents, you know, said, I guess, don't talk to that girl. You know, it's, it just, so I learned very early on not to speak about meditation, mm -hmm. not to speak about yoga, not to speak about these practices that I had learned about, um, which was wow. very isolating, of mm -hmm. course. But, um, you know, I, I, were there Lived not with other that. children at the ashram as well that were going through the same thing? Very few. <laughs> wow. Very few, yeah. And they would come and they would go. Uh, I think we were the ones that stayed the longest. Mm. And, um, you know, my parents were on this path and, and they wanted to stick to it. Uh, in, in the Indian culture, at least from what I understood at the time, less was the focus was less on the children and and more on your own inner growth. Mm -hmm. So that that's what was happening at that time. They were more focused on their on bettering themselves. And of course, we were in a great environment. They never felt that it was unusual in any way. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if they knew we were going through that at the time. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if they did, they might have tried to find better ways. But um, education was also very important for them, yes. for us, you know, for us to have that. So you know, they looked at it as part of life. 
And luckily with the, the techniques that I've learned throughout life um, or through, through these, um, through the ashram meditation and yoga, mm -hmm. I was able to cope. Yes. So, um, of course, I'm moving um, to Florida and my parents now leaving the organization, we uh, moved into another ashram, now my parents' ashram. And that is my background. So, uh, like I said, I'm very excited to be alive at this time and to um, be at a place where this is becoming so popular and this is actually mm. something people want to know about. I never would have thought I could make a living with this. This was just for me living, you know, I, I never knew that people would actually be interested enough to, to want to know this because it, it is such a solitary practice, you know, it's really your own journey. So to be able to be in this position where I can, where my knowledge is valuable to people is, is really nice. Yes, absolutely. And that's like, you've taken a full circle in your life, right? From, from being so oh, yes. immersed as a, as a very young, young child to a very young adult. And right. um, now it's sort of like all come, <clears throat> all come back right, perfect in alignment. And you're right when you say full circle, because right when I left, I could not wait to leave the ashram. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> really great. That's really great that you say that and you're so honest about that, because I, I think about um, the, 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 the kids out there is like when my son was really young, he would follow us doing yoga and he would know a lot of the poses and everything. And then he got to a point where he was just done with it. He didn't want to see us doing it. He, he's just done with it. And then now it's almost all coming back in because we haven't pushed it. We haven't done anything. But it's that whole ebb and flow of life, of, of the adventure and of the experiences, isn't it? So it's right. Well, I think that's the key, not pushing it. Um, because we were made to do it, it wasn't, you know, it, it lost its charm. We didn't want to do it anymore. I, that's, so I, I was counting the days till my 18th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. So on your 18th birthday, you were allowed to leave. I could leave, yeah, well, I, obviously I went away for college and, and did all of that, but I was away from that environment because <laughs> I had all these dreams. I wanted to succeed in the world and I couldn't understand how these practices and these techniques they were teaching me were going to help me with that. It was helping me to, to get out of the world and I wanted to go into the world. So <laughs> I was thinking, God, I'll never use this stuff. I'll never use this stuff. And I just, so of course... I wanted to go right into um, acting and modeling, things that are so contrary to any of this stuff. I wanted to make money. I, you know, all these, you know, these things that I guess you just don't do when you're in an ashram. You know, these people are coming to get away from life and get away from the world <laughs> and, you know, look more into their inner world. And I'm looking to go out there and, and figure out, no, what is this, what is this world all about? I want to, I want to master this world. You know, this is where I, this is what I came for. So, um, you know, I, I went to, to New York and um, tried modeling there. I was, I was too short, <laughs> didn't get the height, but um, decided then to try acting. You know, I said, well, you know, if I can't make it this way, I'll try another way. And um, from there came to, to Los Angeles and really immersed myself in this world. And through this world, I really woke up in so many ways. I, it was kind of like I needed that contrast. Yeah. I really needed to see it. And it was almost, it's, you know, I, I, you really create your own reality and you really create the lessons that you need to learn. And by being in this world of acting and seeing all these superficial people, I mean, not all of them are like that, of course, but in general, 
there is a, a superficiality that that happens, and um, you know they're all talking about what they have, what they are going to achieve, and it's all it's all of the outer world, and it really brought home what I did have. Mm. You know, mm. a lot of these people were um, on drugs, um, alcohol. Uh, I can name you know so many things, so many ways their life went wrong. And they had no way of, of um, pulling themselves out of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was a real wake-up call for me. And um, I, had to, I had to separate myself a little more. And that's, of course, I'm here in L.A. now where, you know, yoga and meditation is um, on the rise. Um, and it's where I decided, well, after having children, I really wanted them to learn a little of what I had. And so I came full circle. I decided to go back to my roots. And at the, of course, um, at first, just teaching my children and um, giving it to them because um, I didn't know how well other children or other parents would receive a lot of this knowledge. Um, but um, along the way, I, I started to make CDs, meditation CDs for kids, and that's how the New Age Kids um, company started. Um, so all of this has been through, you know, me shadowing my children and giving them what I would want to give the world, so to speak, and, um, and in a way bringing other kids along for the ride. And now that they're, they're growing up and they're going away, I'm, I'm ready now to, um, I think the world is ready. That's partly why I'm, I'm ready to get out there and, and start doing more of this. That's really wonderful. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's quite a story, that whole full circle. And then now, now it's your time to sort of, uh, it seems like the seeds were already sown and uh, you've kind of been that vine that just kind of curved through that fence and now your ah your roots are digging in deep now <laughs> yes yeah, so now i can relax and speak from who i am <laughs> which is go. really really nice um it's not a it's not a role it's yes. not um acting and that is so freeing yes you can't imagine <laughs> yes yes absolutely now um so how was it teaching your own children well, kind of like what you said in the beginning, it was very easy because they kind of want to please you. You know, they want to do whatever, um, you know, you, <laughs> sorry about that. That's my phone. No worries. <laughs> I didn't turn that off. Um, you know, they're, they're really into pleasing their parents. Um, in, in India, we always look at our parents as our first God. Mm. And so, you know, you're the one that gives them their sustenance, that you give them the knowledge, you, you know, you're telling them how the world works. And so they really look up to you and they do everything that you basically want as long as there's love that comes with it. So in the beginning, it was very, very easy. I could, um, you know, and of course, the type of meditation that I was teaching was through the imagination. It was pretty much like storytelling. Mm -hmm. And um, so that made it very easy. Um, but like you said, at a certain age, they wanted to assert their independence and, you know, do what their friends were doing, mm -hmm. uh, which I allowed. Um, I think that's very important from my experience. I knew that they needed to do that. Throughout it all, um, like I said, it's not just, you know, sitting for a meditation or coming to the mat for a yoga class. You can do it in so many ways, yeah. just living life, you know, just being present and aware of what's going on. Um, Self-inquiry is a very um, important one, being honest and truthful to the self. So these things I instilled in them at a very young age. So they were 
living yoga. And that's the way I put it. They're, they're just living it. It just became part of who they were. So if they needed to step outside and, and not do the meditation sometimes and do the yoga, that was fine because I saw it in, in everything that they did, you know, the way mm -hmm. they approached life, the way they lived their life was a very yogic lifestyle. So, uh, you know, I would believe, uh, Chitra, that uh, they were able to live the yogic lifestyle because you created that yogic lifestyle for them. Right. Yeah. And so, it yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying to say by learning it so early, it wasn't something that was had to be learned. It felt it just felt like part of who they were. They were just it's like kind of when you're just living your life, if your kids seeing you do see you do things every day. Um, it's natural. It's nothing that is, it's, it's not an effort anymore. It just becomes part of who they are, like brushing your teeth or taking a shower. It, it's, it's that natural. Yes. Yes. I agree. So the, do they practice yoga now in the means of the, what the Western world looks as, as yoga is the physical form of yoga. Do they do that? Yes, they do. Actually, we're part of this um, youth yoga teachers training course that I've created was because of them. I wanted to, um, I mean, for all of the kids, we made it mandatory for them to take a, a youth yoga teacher's training course or a teacher's training course. And um, I wanted them to have other friends their age to do that course with. So that's why I, I created this. As, as I've said, a, a lot of my products, a lot of my programs are kind of geared around them so that um, they will do it and enjoy it, right. <laughs> enjoy the process. So my son, like I said, is turning 18 this year and um, this is the year that he has to do it. So I said, you know what, we'll, we'll get some other um, young adults between 16 and 21 to do it with you. So that's, that's how that happened. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So, so has this course, I mean, um, just to let our audience know, um, Chitra is actually teaching a youth yoga teacher's training course at her mother's ashram uh, this summer between July 13th and the 27th. And um, is this the first time that you're doing it or has it been done before? Well, it's the first time that we're um, limiting it to this age group. Um, the last few years, interestingly enough, we've had um, the last year we had, I think, four young adults, um, I think 18 to 18, 19, 20, around that age, come to my mother's regular yoga teacher's training course. Oh. And then my dad had mentioned that as well, that he said, that's interesting. I had like four um, young students. And I thought about that and I said, that's interesting that, because um, this has never really happened before. They're usually, I would say in their 30s or 40s, um, you know, usually in a time of your, your life where you're looking for a lot of these answers, maybe something major has happened in your life and you're starting to realize that the world's, um, doesn't, the outer world doesn't offer everything you thought it did and then you, you turn inward. Um, but yet these young kids, these young adults were coming to these classes and I thought to myself, this is, would be a great um, time to get them together and really teach them some techniques and skills that could really help them in their, mm -hmm. in their life, you know, so lessons that are relevant to their stage of life, things that I've been teaching my kids and, um, you know, continue to teach them. And I thought it would be great to, to get other kids at, at this age and, and teach them together, you know, so that they can, you know, work off of each other and share their experiences and, and how they handled this. And mm -hmm. at the same time, becoming um, certified yoga instructors. 
So mm -hmm. that, that's how the idea was born. Magnificent. Now, now what if, um, so this teacher's training, and it is uh, uh, basically, it is part of the Yoga Alliance too. It is a certified yes. training. It is. Um, now, the students that come to this, do they have to ha be experienced in yoga? Do they have to have, you know, a, a good embodiment of it before they come? Well, this is a beginner yoga um, class that they will be teaching at the end of the course. So, yes, they should have some background in yoga, um, whether it's teaching, I mean, sorry, whether it's taking classes. But, you know, we start at the beginning when we're teaching. Um, mm -hmm. It is a two-week um, immersion. Um, it's very intensive. And they're actually living at the ashram. So it's residential. And so for two weeks, they're really living yoga. Mm -hmm. It's not just mm -hmm. the postures. They're, they're, getting, um, they're getting bhakti yoga. We, we chant every morning. We do nada yoga. The you know, mantra is a sound vibration. We're doing jnana yoga through Vedanta philosophy, self-inquiry. Um, Raja yoga, meditation. So we're, um, and karma yoga, selfless service. We're incorporating all the yogas. We're integrating it into our practice every single day. So they're really um, living yoga, like I said. So they're really getting an experiential um, experience of what yoga really is, how it can transform their lives, how it can change them so that they can um, teach this to the world. They have to, it's very important to experience it. Mm -hmm. How can you teach something that you haven't experienced? So that's why we, um, we have, um, the, the residential course so that they are all together experiencing it together. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's the whole idea. So I wouldn't say that, um, if you don't have any background, don't come. I think, um, as long as you practice somewhat, you know, and you have an idea of what yoga is, what Hatha yoga is, um, you can fit in and, and we'll, we'll bring you along. <laughs> so, and That's there's some people that have to, you know, repeat the course, but you know, you have to start somewhere, right. you know? Right. If anything, it would be, uh, my thought is it's uh, great for, you know, how they were saying that they were bringing the yoga into the schools and, you know, into different, um, areas where where you, you might have the difficult teens i mean teen the teen years are so so um out of i think the course of a lifetime um the, so difficult to get a grasp of and i think everyone who's been through this teenage years completely understands it if any of us remember those times the hormones are going the bodies growing <laughs> you know yes. we're, we're you know the strengths and the weaknesses we're we're sort of right in between all those areas um, that that it is a very difficult time. And, you know, the parents always I hear parents always say, oh, yeah, you think this is difficult. Wait till they're teenagers, you know. And yeah. um, I mean, luckily, I haven't encountered in my family so much where, you know, the, the my nephews and nieces went through that sort of period where they were so difficult that they weren't able to be handled in some way or directed in some way. But uh, for those out there who might have that edge and really don't know which direction to go in, this mm -hmm. might be just uh, really wonderful for them to be in a situation where it's a loving environment. And yes. they're learning how to connect with themselves. Yes, yes. Well, you know, it's interesting um, here in the West, uh, we teach in our schools 
knowledge from books. We talk about our history. We, you know, teach science. We teach math, English. All of these, you know, important subjects to learn how to, you know, live in the world. But we fail to teach some of the most basic <laughs> things, like how to live. Yes. You know, not just survive, but actually live. So most of us um, go through life without the skills of of how to really learn from your lessons. Mm -hmm. You know, such basic things like this in India, these things are taught very early on. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what's happening there now, but it 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 was part of their school system, the art of living. You know, because it is an art. It's not something that you just stumble upon and learn as you go through it, which is what we've we've made our kids um, do. You know, and it's not mm -hmm. till we come to a major um, disaster in our lives, do we start asking these questions? But by that time, we're so much older mm -hmm. and we've lived so much of our life already um, kind of stumbling through it <laughs> right. that, um, you know, we're tired, <laughs> you know, and we're exhausted and life has beaten us up and we're jaded and all these things. And, and we, up to that point, haven't really had a lot of enjoyment in our lives because we didn't, we don't know how to live. So that is in one way, I, I knew that I was different. And I thought to myself, God, if, if we could, of course, it's educating the parents because, you know, the, yes. your child's life is, is basically theirs to do with until, you know, until you, you do leave. So um, I always felt that was that was too difficult, too daunting a task to, you know, to go out there and just ed educate the um, the parents. So I thought, <laughs> you know, that's that's one of the reasons why I thought it would be best to just, you know, put out the CDs and see if parents will, you know, at least let their kids start and have that experience of the self, so that they will have a richer life, mm -hmm. you know, and. With this course, um, like you said, a lot of the teenagers, they are unbalanced. They're, there is no harmony within this, themselves. They're already putting up such a facade because they're learning how to act. They don't really feel that way. If you ask them how they feel, which no one really does, you yeah. know, they're teaching them how to behave, how to not show emotion, how to not show your anger if you're upset. So they suppress all these things and they have no outlet. And yes, then of course they're rebelling and your parents are like, well, why are they doing that? I, you know, I thought I did everything right, but <laughs> there's so much more to life, you know, than just finding out how to make a living oh, and, um, and your life can be so much richer if you can learn how to, and there's such simple techniques, you know, just how to really be in the moment and really to be aware of what is happening and to really think for yourself there you go. and ask questions and be honest with yourself there and on and on, you know, um, your life could be so much fuller. And uh, at this time in your life, when you are graduating from high school and going off to college, so many of these fears come up mm -hmm. if you're not grounded in the self. You know, you're not just thinking about um, what am I going to do with the rest of my life, but how will I survive, um, you know, if I haven't learned these, you know, skills. A lot of times, you know, parents are asking me, what, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? And a lot of kids don't know yet, you yeah. know. So um, I agree. It's a really I, I good time. A very, a very difficult question. Every time I hear um, someone say that to my child, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'm looking at them going, he's five years old. What are you asking? <laughs> he's like, I don't get this. <laughs> you know? Can yeah. you just play right now and just explore? 
You know, yeah. I don't, uh, you know, it's like, what is your favorite or what do you want to be? And it's like, can everything not be the way it is? Right. There's so much pressure, so much pressure on our kids yes. really to, to test well so that they can get into a good um, university. I mean, I just went through this with my son, so I know the process and it is stressful. Yes. Um, not just on the parents, but on the kids. I mean, of so much. It's, it's crazy. And um, I just thought to myself, thank God we have these these skills that we do have and, mm -hmm. and can sometimes just withdraw and become the observer in the play mm -hmm. and know how to do that and not be and not identify all the time with what's happening around you, but just to retreat sometimes and really connect with yourself. And then when you come back, you're you're so powerful and you have so much energy to actually tackle what what needs to be done mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um yeah and i think um if you know kids can get this really early on we'll have such a you know we'll have a healthier society yes. and these are our future leaders we want our world to be healthier so it starts now yes, it really does i agree i, agree. <clears throat> I uh, completely with you on that and and it's so wonderful the the com the name of your company, which is New Age Kids. Um, it's so appropriate for this time. Where I mean, I do feel that parents, um, you know, a lot of parents, especially here in Los Angeles, you know, a lot of them are becoming a little more aware of uh, you know that the world is actually smaller than it really is, especially with all our wonderful capabilities with technology and the internet, like what we're doing right now. You know, connecting not being in the same room we don't have to be and uh that the all of the platforms of education of connecting of meeting people is all changing i mean yes even how people are meeting each other and getting married is 50 percent <laughs> of my friends it's all online <laughs> and i'm like that's crazy wow. <laughs> you know i have a dear dear friend who is in brazil and her partner is in australia and they met online and they're so in love wow. <laughs> at this time and it's it's brilliant and and really when you say the new age kids and it's funny how how people look at the word new age as well uh, but saying that th this is the new generation that's coming up and it's yes. about honing that new generation and it's lovely to see the parents who um are open to it you know right how many people would think of sending their child to yoga teacher training at 16 years old? Right. You know, and hence why I say that I think you're on the cutting edge of creating change on this planet. That's my feeling. And, and um, uh, that what brings all these levels of what if a child is not so much interested in yoga, so to say, but coming to just learn the levels of life mm -hmm. and how to keep grounded, how mm -hmm. to implement um, a technique to help them focus. Because that's really, you know, with yoga, it's a lot of focus when you learn to breathe and, and all those different levels. Um, <clears throat> how would you, how would you uh, feel, um, would you think, feel that offering this to not just uh, students of a yogic background, but students out there who really don't know or the parents don't know what they're looking for. Do you think that it would 
work for them? Oh, definitely. Um, are you talking about the techniques? Yes, yes. In the means of, let's just say it's a family with no yogic background. Mm -hmm. um, they're not, they have only heard about yoga. They've heard about the benefits of yoga. And meanwhile, mm -hmm. they have a teenager that might be going through their turmoil and they don't know how to deal with it. Instead of sending them to a camp or instead of sending them to whatever it might be, more summer school where they're drilled into the books. And as mm -hmm. I, I think with your background and my background, the more you drill something that doesn't, it doesn't align with the child or the individual, the more it's rebounding and, and bouncing off that person is almost like their wall of defensive mechanism right. comes up. Um, right. So I don't, I don't want to say that they're difficult children because I don't believe they are. I just feel that, uh, as you say, societally, people are structured in a certain way of learning. Um, would you right. feel that this sort of course would help them to break oh, definitely. through and learn to balance with what is in the structure that they're in? Oh, definitely. A lot of these kinds of kids that you're talking about are just disconnected. And through this course, we teach them techniques, how to connect with themselves again through life lessons, things that we speak to them on their level. We talk about the things that they've gone through. A lot of times, like I said before, we're teaching kids how to, um, how to act, not how yeah. to really be. Yeah. And um, that is the biggest part of the problem. So they're not really in touch with who they really are anymore. Their, their thoughts and their words and their actions are not in line. They're not in harmony. They're mm -hmm. pretending to be one way, which when they feel another way. And that, is a, that takes up a lot of energy. It oh, really yeah. does. So, um, and a lot of that, a lot of times that comes from the parents maybe guiding them a certain way that, um, you know, maybe in a certain profession that they would like them to do. Or, I mean, I think we're, we're a little more conscious of that now, but there still is a little of that, you know, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. they would like them to be successful. And their idea of success is, you know, this image, this picture where, Every child comes into the world with a gift. Every child comes into the world with a purpose. And we don't honor that anymore. And I think through meditation and through self-inquiry and just really being silent um, and some of these techniques, you can really get in touch with yourself, get connected again and find out what you came here to do. Because if you are on that path um, of living your, your purpose, um, you are happy, you are successful you have the energy to, to live life. And I think at the, at the basis of, of all of this, our parents just want us to be happy. I really, I really believe that, um, that's unconditional love. So, mm -hmm. um, by coming to a, a, a course like this, you can really just connect with the self again and really find out, um, what it is you've come here to do. What is your gift? that you are going to give this world mm -hmm. and um, really get on your path right away. And with that energy that, um, you know, you harness from not being scattered anymore, not trying to appear and play a role anymore, but just really be yourself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, you know, I think that's, um, and also you'll find that when a child is more connected, um, they don't rebel as much anymore because they're so centered in themselves. They have this really healthy sense of self. And um, they're not trying to prove anything anymore. The ego doesn't assert itself as much anymore. They're just very calm and, and they know who they are, 
you know, and and that's where I think ultimately we all we all want our kids to feel. Right, right. Now, if, with something like this, would two weeks be enough? Ah, it's just the beginning. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's like, oh, I would love you know, those two weeks myself. Yes. You know? <laughs> um, when Swami Vishnu, um, when Swami Vishnu Devananda started the course, it was actually three months. Mm. But um, you know, a lot of people found it very hard to leave their family or their work um, and take that time. So um, it then was condensed to a month. <laughs> And then um, my dad found a way to um, make it into a two-week beginner and then a three-week advanced. Mm -hmm. So a total of five weeks and you, you could get, you know, a lot of the knowledge. Of course, we're just teaching you um, the basics that you, you live and you experience and then you go off on your own. You're supposed to continue to practice and continue to grow and learn. And... Um, so it's a lifelong process. It's not something that's just the two weeks, obviously. It's something that you'd have to continue on your own. But it is a great start. I think a lot of times when people um, just get a taste of it, they want more. Yes. And that two weeks is, is there to give them that taste, to awaken something within them that, that, wants, um, that, that they would want more. Mm. So This is so exciting. Very, very exciting. Um, now, when it's... When, when you say it's a certified course and is mm -hmm. recognized by the Yoga Alliance, and I understand that the Yoga Alliance has the different levels of um, certification. And I do believe like one is a 200 hour and isn't there like, is there a three and then a 500 hour or something? Yeah, this is a 200 hour. This is a 200 hour certification. Um, if you stayed for the... Um, other three-week advanced course, you would get the 500-hour certification. So, oh, I see. So it's actually back-to-back. -back. We do have one in August. It's not back-to-back. -back. We do have one in August that's for the advanced um, teacher's training, but that is all ages. Mm -hmm. So, but we, yeah, we have one of those a year. Oh, magnificent. Yeah. Uh, so, and um, the forms, now, does it matter the form of yoga? Uh, because there's so many forms out there now. No. It's like, oh, my goodness, what is that? <laughs> right, so, yes. I, I remember that you had said that, you know, the ashram that you were raised in was Shivananda. Right. Well, <laughs> this is where politics and all of that comes into play. But, um, yes, we grew up with uh, Shivananda yoga. But what happened when we left, um, my dad had his own sequence that he perfected. And like I said, it was an integrated system of all the yogas, which Shivananda mm. does as well. But um, my father's focus was mostly Nada yoga. He loves um, mantras and he's, he's a great musician. He plays the tabla and the harmonium and, mm. um, yeah, and, he, and sings all the ragas. And um, that was his passion. So he incorporated that as well as doing his own uh, yoga sequence. So he couldn't name it Shivananda Yoga, mm -hmm. but it does, its foundation, its basis is Shivananda Yoga. But uh, Sampurna means fullness. And it is, like I said, the integrated um, forms of, of all the yogas. So he thought it, he just, it was a good name for it. So it kind of identifies, um, you know, it as separate. I think everyone kind of in the West does that. So it, you know, that's what it is. But at the, <laughs> at the end of it all, it's still, I feel it's all the same. Um, yes. This is a, a, obviously a course that my, my mom and dad did together when, you know, put together when they were together. 
So they, they're both teaching it. I see. It is their, their style of yoga. Yeah. I see. And what, what is this form called again? Pu Sampurna. Sampurna. Sampurna yoga. Yes. Sampurna yoga. And is that what the, um, that's what you'll be teaching also with the youth teacher training? Yes. Well, that will be the, the name that we give it. But like I said, it's Hatha Yoga, Raja Yoga, Jnana Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, Nada Yoga. It's all of the yogas integrated into a, a system. That, so you will learn all of this, you know. Oh, my <laughs> that's, that's a lot yeah. to learn. So, well, so in two weeks, um, you would be certified as, the, the kids would be certified as a 200-hour Yoga Alliance teacher. Right. So with this certification, they could teach um, a beginner level uh, Sampurna yoga class. That's what they would be able to teach. Yes. Wonderful. Oh, that's another yoga that I have to learn the name of now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just say Hatha yoga. I mean, I think only in the West we have to name it. So yes. it is yoga. That is the basis. Yoga, it's, it's yoga. Is, is yoga. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's so funny. You walk into a class and you go, pardon me? Flow, flow yoga. Yes, you have to know it. <laughs> okay, and then now there's yin yoga. Yeah, great. And then there right. is, you know, it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's an education in itself, learning all the different types of yoga. <laughs> right, right. And, and it's true, you know, it's whichever one works well for you. And it's right. wonderful that, you know, if you're teaching an integrative source, then, then the person can follow or, you know, um, Hopefully your teachers that come out will be able to, to uh, adjust the class to whoever's in the class when they have that understanding. So right. Well, in the East, actually, um, I, I keep saying in India, but um, they used to look at a person individually and decide from their temperament what type of yoga to do. For example, someone that is very emotional would be prescribed um, bhakti yoga, um, the mm. yoga of devotion. Um, and then someone that is very, um, that the intellect is awake, awakened and they're always wanting to know more, they would prescribe jnana yoga. So, um, and then of course, like um, someone where the, both the intellect and the feeling center, the heart center is more balanced, they would give them karma yoga. So they would actually start doing, you know, the action is important. Um, so that is the way it's really done. Um, only in the West do we teach just hatha yoga, just the postures, which in India, that was taught to everyone. That was um, a, a way of purifying the body-mind system so that you, the feeling center was more awakened and the intellect was more awakened. So it's actually the first level. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but if that is awakened already within you, if the intellect is awakened and the, and the heart center is awakened, then you can move on to the other yogas. So it's just by putting them all together, by integrating the system, you can now accelerate at a, a faster pace. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and we're, and in the West, we're all about accelerating. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so it works. So. Yes, yes. I always say, you know, we feel like that, uh, that uh, tornado, right? And you have to try to keep yourself in that center core of it as everything's swirling around. Right, right. <laughs> so we can stay so. still and, and just as you say, be the observer of everything that's flying. So, well, this is lovely. Um, now, your, the, your course is, is taking place in Pennsylvania. Yes. And um, your course basically covers everything from accommodations to food. Everything, vegetarian. 
<laughs> we accommodate some, um, one lady um, needed uh, gluten-free, so we're accommodating her in that um, aspect, of, you know. But it's, it's a vegetarian, um, Ayurvedic-based um, uh, meal plan. Hmm. So, yeah. So, so when it's Ayurvedic, um, so each, do you uh, sort of customize the meals to what I'm learning as the different Ayurvedic body uh, types? <laughs> doshas? Uh, not necessarily, but um, what we do offer will be tridoshic, so it would be good for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of course, if there is a, a specific um, problem that they're working on, um, they could, you know, we could work towards getting them more in balance that way because, of right. course, diet is a big part of it. Right. So, um, but that's, that's, that's another thing to have to think about. And there's so much that we're going to be teaching in this course that they will learn about Ayurveda and they will learn about what their dosha is and how to keep that in balance. Um, but the the main focus would be more on um, learning how to teach the class and giving them life skills and techniques mm -hmm. to live in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what would the curriculum be like for a day with these, with these students? Well, they're going to be doing the exact curriculum the adults would be doing, which mm -hmm. is waking up at 5.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. It's the same um, schedule we went through. Uh, <laughs> they're going to get a little taste of that. Um, six o'clock would be meditation, where we would have chanting as well and a lecture. Um, from there, we'll go right into our yoga class, our first yoga class of the day. And then we would have um, our meal, a brunch. Um, from there, we will give some time to, after that, we'll give some time to do their personal study, um, which they're going to need because, like I said, it's a very fast-paced, um, intensive course. So they will use that time to study. And then around 2 o'clock, we will gather again for another lecture where we'll be teaching um, uh, Samkhya philosophy, um, about the different yogas, maybe Ayurveda. So the lectures will change throughout um, the days that we're there. Mm -hmm. Then at four o'clock, again, we'll have another yoga class. This time it'll be um, also the, you know, we're going to theory and to um, alignment and to um, actually each posture, we'll dissect each posture. Um, after that, we would again have um, a meal or dinner. And then um, meditation again, which is, um, again, meditation, chanting, and then um, our lecture. And we sometimes finish 10 o'clock at night. So it's a long day. There's a lot to do. <laughs> so 5.30 in the morning till 10 o'clock at night, um, you know, they're, they're doing something. And this is the course that we, like I said, the adults do as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's no time for play. It is the play during the day. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like I said, it's only two weeks and there's so much to take in and so much to learn. And we want to make sure that the teachers we're turning out um, know their stuff, um, not just by learning the, the sequence, but also by really experiencing it. And um, it's a very short time. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, we yeah. have to use every minute of it. Oh, <laughs> now, of yeah. course, they're welcome to stay a day or two after and take in the sights <laughs> <laughs> and relax if they'd like. That's 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 okay. Or or yeah. can they come a day early and kind of adjust to the to the time? <laughs> of course, that's they could do that as well. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine it's like a. a it's like two thirty in the morning for those from on the on the West Coast. I know. Mm -hmm. I'm having my kids come um, on the tenth, so they have those few days to adjust.
Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Well, this is really wonderful. Um, and so for the parents who are, what if the parents would like to come with the ch children? Well, we have lots of room there. <laughs> oh, okay. So that is a possibility. Mm -hmm. um, that is definitely a possibility. Uh, they could also sit in on some of the courses if they'd like. But actually, you know, I, I'm speaking way before I'm, I'm even thinking about that. Um, I would probably like the, the kids to be in there by themselves so yes. that we could have um, those moments where, you know, they share and bond. So, um, but they they could join the yoga classes and the meditations. Mm -hmm. Because I'm assuming like, being an ashram, there's different things happening at different right. parts of the ashram at right, the same right. time. Yeah, this will be the main course going on at the time. But like I said, um, the yoga and the meditation is open to everyone. So they could definitely join in on mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think the only time that it would be exclusive to the the children um, would be during the lectures that are um, focusing on um, life lessons, on techniques, things like that. Right, right. Well, I, I do agree with you. I think separating the, the students from the parents for all that training yeah. period is really good. Um, it's, it's a different dynamic, isn't it? I, I'm sure it, you it really know. is. Um, yeah. I can't imagine for you teaching your own children during this whole class because it's such a different <laughs> dynamic. It's it's a funny thing sometimes how a child learns so much easier with a different mentor, a different teacher. And that's true. That's you know, true. For the parent to actually understand how to support what they've just learned, as opposed right. to the parent teaching, it's like. Wow, sometimes that wall is pretty heavy. <laughs> right. Well, luckily, I at least from my perception, <laughs> we've had a really, really good relationship in that sense that we can, um, you know, really be honest with each other. I mean, my kids know that I learn as much from them as they learn from me. <laughs> and amazing. a lot of that is through them giving me feedback on, you know, how something worked out or how they're feeling about something. Or if I, I you know, give them a technique that didn't quite work, um, why that didn't work, mm -hmm. you know? So I learned so much from them. And I also know that, you know, in life we make, we are going to make mistakes. And so they're comfortable enough to share those mistakes with me. Right. Um, but, and through those mistakes, they learn so much. They also know, they, they understand that those mistakes are opportunities to grow. Right. And when it's seen that way, they don't feel like a failure. They just say, oh, here's another opportunity to learn something. And so in that, in that way that they've, they've learned to be, we have such an open communication that I'm hoping that by having them there, the other students will feel more um, relaxed and mm -hmm. able to open up and share, you know, share that part of themselves as well. Because right. they are, they're pretty open. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, I, I love this whole concept of this, of having these kids learn to be teachers at such a great, ripe, young age, you know, where even if they don't choose to teach it, that they're going to come out with all these wonderful foundational pieces that will help them ground, you know, especially the 16 and 17 year olds that, that do have a several more years in school or they're just about to come out of school and find their 
their journeys in the adult life, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I'll say stay in school is much easier. <laughs> um, yeah, after that, they have to think for themselves. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like these, these would be great, great opportunities. Um, Chitra, what is the best way for individuals who are interested in this course um, to find out about it? Would it be through your website, New Age Kids? Yes, newagekids.com or chitrasuku.com. It leads you to the same place. <laughs> we have a lot of stuff on that website, so uh, please feel free to just go through it. Um, this next coming year, I'm going to be doing a lot of teaching on many different subjects <laughs> from um, in between lives to um, intuition workshops. So um, it spans a wide range. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Um, from the, you know, a lot of people are so interested in the, in the law of attraction. So I'll be teaching a little more about that. Um, the universal laws, um, karma. Um, so all of this you can find on the website and, um, yeah, I will be doing a lot more th- this coming year now that my kids are off and, and doing their own thing. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. And so. then, um, so now does your, you'll be teaching of course at the two ashrams, your father's and your mother's ashrams. Actually, the this is going to be in Germany. I'm heading to Germany next year. There's, it's so interesting how um, the Germans have really received a lot of this, and they're really um, interested in studying at a deeper level. Mm. So um, I'm taking five workshops there next year. I'll be spending a month and a half in Germany. Um, I think it's December, the month, no, number, November, December. I'll be spending there in 2014. Wow. Um, teaching those courses, but I will also find a place, um, probably in LA, to do some of the courses as well. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah, my mom and dad's place, Florida and Pennsylvania. Um, I haven't worked out the dates yet for those, but the ones that are set are the ones in Germany. Oh, yeah. in 2014. 2014, yes. <laughs> so we have to track you all the way to that time. <laughs> yes, well, actually, 2020. No, 2013. 2013, next year. 2013, yes. <laughs> Not that far. <laughs> At the end of next year. November, December of 2013, yes. Wow, so I will try months. to make it available um, probably the you know June, July um, next year as well in, in Pennsylvania and maybe in L.A. Um, February, March. So I'm, oh. those are things we're working out. Oh, I see. So. I see. Wonderful. Well, we, we hope to definitely... Keep up with all that, and uh, I know this is not the the last interview or time that we're going to be supporting your work. And uh, we would love to get your mother on and your father on, and etc. And you know, keep boosting it. And also, I would love to be able to further uh, review your CDs and everything because I do have the one that uh, you had gifted, gifted the tantra. Yes. Yes, which is <laughs> really wonderful, and I definitely recommend it. For everyone, um, it, I mean, Chitra has this beautiful voice and the music in the background is just balanced so lovely. And, you know, for those 10-minute uh, meditations is really wonderful the way she is able to walk you through it, take you into it nice and deep, and then bring you back out of it. And you can do them back to back, which I did. <laughs> so it's <laughs> a really great. lovely CD and the, the lovely part about it too is the way you have it set up on the inside where you actually have uh, written down what you, you're saying in the meditations if people would like to read it beforehand as well. So it's very helpful for those you know people, individuals who 
just would like to take a moment for yourself and it's like a five, 10 minute moment just to bring yourself back in and ground yourself. So lovely work, Chitra. And I, I hope to be able Thank to you. support more of your work as you move Great. forward here on your Thank journey. Thank you so much, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun yes, <laughs> and I would and love to come back. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. And, you know, as, as I say, we'll just, you know, definitely uh, bring your products back and We'll, we'll talk about how to support you more and more on, on this, on all the events that you're doing. I love this cutting edge work with the kids and um, perfect site, newagekids.com. So for all of you, um, you know, uh, we all thank you, Chitra, for taking the time and the moment uh, to spend with us and share with us. And uh, we wish you all the luck with this um, wonderful youth teacher training project that you have started, you and your mom. You. And we will uh, definitely follow you and the kids and see what comes of it. And hopefully we can bring more in to, to your class. Thank you so much, Christina. Wonderful. Thank you, Chitra. And uh, we will look forward to speaking with you soon again. Namaste. <laughs>